Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Estás atrapado en el tráfico, pero luego hay una recompensa para ti. Una modelo, la marca de los luchadores. Mantienes la calma a pesar de las bocinas, las largas filas y los gritos. ¡Muévete! Así que al llegar a casa, sírvete esta dorada y refrescante lager. Porque tú sabes que tu paciencia vale oro. Tú eres un luchador y esta es tu recompensa. Modelo, la marca de los luchadores. Todo con medida importada por Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. How should you plan for when your home becomes too small? Or when the next one gets too big? At Sandy Spring Bank, we're here to help create personalized solutions for financing your home loan. Whether it's a new home or refinance, renovation or addition, fixer-upper or new build. Banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your mortgage. Visit sandyspringbank.com mortgage. Mortgage, home equity and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank, equal housing lender. Welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast uh, with me, Richard Hobbs, on the night show. Um, Little one for the Hobbs there for you listeners. Um, Today's show, we've got on the Away Boys once again. Stu and Alex, how are we feeling? Alright now. Alright now. You know that he was so pissed off that he, of me uh, cheating on him with uh, Andy on... I was going to say <laughs> on um, Saturday night. Don't know what to say. That he, that he then abandoned our plan to go to Leeds together. What? Yeah. We meant to go What's on the coach. We meant to go on the coach together to Leeds, and then I'll, I saw that and I thought, no. You can tell the rejection. No, I said to make some fake story to shit. <laughs> and then I've got to go out with my dad, and I'm not coming on the coach. <laughs> and I got to leave for somebody else. Jeez, this is a uh... harsh. So, yeah. So couple therapy. I was yeah. gonna say, like, I I didn't intend for this podcast to like, be a mediation session. Then at half time at Leeds he came down and would you know he's gonna say hello. I'd say hello to him. I was quite intoxicated but then <laughs> No, not really. No. Oh, this is a... Although to be fair, that show was absolutely superb. We get those two balls games, Nightmare Live is the place to be. For anyone who's seen Nightmare as a kid. Mm. Is it like before your time? Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. But yeah, it was I mean when you get references from Michaela Strachan and Neil Buchanan and Pat okay. Sharp from the actual cast. That's you, that's of interest. That's you know you're onto a winner. It's brilliant. Oh. But have you two kind of kissed yeah, and made up at I'm this so point? Are we, are we okay now to sort of I carry suppose, on? Yeah, why not? <laughs> as long as we're all on board and you know Otherwise, Dave's going to bring out the uh, fancast friendship song again. And, uh, <laughs> he, he does. I'm sure somewhere he actually does have like lyrics wrote down for it, and has more than once kind of got people to hold hands. But I don't think he get as heated as last week. No, I was going to say like hopefully 
feel a bit more mellow. You know, <laughs> we've had a victory. We've had a defeat as well, which we'll kind of touch on to. Um, before any of that, let's just go a few bits of uh, Wolves-related news. Jordan Graham and Michael Zyro are now on their sort of um, last days of their road to recovery after sort of appearing in a few, un- well, one behind closed doors friendly, which was very secretive because I don't think we actually know who we've played. <laughs> or, seen, got on or, or anything like that so I think we just know Zyro Graham played and Sylvia played yeah they were the club were very uh, didn't they tell um, Express and Star not to disclose it as well or they didn't disclose it to the Express and Star yeah um, but they've also played a couple of uh, under 23 matches as well which you know they both seem like really kind of good characters and sort of good guys I guess um you know, I think all Wolves fans are going to be very happy for their return. By the sounds of it, even, Lambert doesn't seem willing, I guess, to kind of give them a very short run out in the last three games of the season. Um, I think sort of like sort of there's no, there's no time for sentimentality. Um, guess how do you guys feel about kind of that approach? It's sort of almost a very professional one. I don't really see the point of bringing them back. I mean... We're safe now, we've got nothing to play for. Essentially, we could end the season now and it's not going to change anything. Hmm. So, I mean, okay, then you could argue the point that, well, just bring them back for one or two appearances, maybe, or a few. Like half, last half an hour against the press, last home. 10 minutes, just like yeah. a little cameo appearance. But just trying, I suppose he's seen it from, you know, you get a fit, get through hmm. the summer, and then you've got your pre season to build on and start again. Essentially, two new signings, which you could say. Yeah, you could say the two new. I'd say Zyro because he played what, six seven games. He wasn't many, and similar to Graham as well. So they are sort of two new signings, in a sense. But you could have said that about Dico as well. I don't care well that's worked out. Well, I was just going to say that. I mean, you look at Dico has been forced back. Yeah, and he's done absolutely until last yesterday. Um, He's looking nowhere near the shadow of what the player that he was. Mm. And he obviously quite clearly needs a pre-season to be even judged properly. So there's no point rushing them two back after such a long time out. So, I mean, it, yeah, it'd be nice to see him for a bit half hour or something like that. But it's what's, not, the, what's the point, really? Yeah. I mean, if, we got, if they were to come on and say I had a catastrophic five, ten minutes like Dicko has a few games, then they, that's just going to make it hard for him. Their confidence mm. will suffer. And then, obviously, then he's got to build up his fitness and their confidence from getting bashed mm. by the fans. I mean, you know, they could get knocked as well. Yeah. And they could, you could, you could just twist his hand, twist their ankle and dwell on the knee again. And because they need another five appearances yeah. in for the service. I mean, they might, they might look absolutely fine and perfect athletes and all that stuff, but it only takes one thing and then what you're out for another seven months and then you lose another pre-season. It's just not worth it. And when we've got, the, got more kids yeah. coming through as well. Well, I think that would be the thing. I know sort of there's kind of quite a few fans who seemed quite keen to see them play again. You know, give the fans something to cheer about. But I think I'd rather see Morgan Gibbs White come on with half an hour to go against Preston than potentially Jordan Graham. Yeah, and Donovan Wilson as well. Yeah, he came on on Saturday and he, he didn't really have a much chance. But yeah, I mean, Zoro was playing up front for us, remember as well. Not well, yeah, I mean, rather than on the wing. I mean, Alex makes a really good point about you know it is essentially two new signings. Um, now, yes, we've secured Costa permanently and I think it's still slightly question mark whether he'll be here come September but we've got to remember that 
Vyman's only on loan. And now, whether he's the right player to take us forward, we've between Zyro and Graham, we're replacing him. So you say Jordan's, um, Jordan Graham even, is your replacement for Vyman. Then Zyro is your extra striker that we kind of need as well, I guess. Really? For, regardless of what John says, I think one and a half million for Vyman's a steal. Might just do it. Yeah, apart from yesterday, he's, he missed one, but he was, them two yesterday played really well hmm. for a change. I mean, they were next to each other, you know, two, well, two-ish. Um, but I don't see why there's any need to not sign him for a one and a half million quid. Hmm. We, know, we know what he gives us. I, I don't think it's any better than what we've got, to be fair. I mean, I know he's up front he's not too bad, Vyman, but on the wing he's absolutely useless. Hmm. And it all depends where does he want to play him and... Obviously, Lamp seems that sort of player where he likes his favourites. Like, we'll, next thing we'll be signing Elliot Bennett from Blackburn. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. And then probably get Grant Holden because he does seem to like his favourites. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's any better up front than Dicko when Dicko's fully fit. And then I don't really know with Bob Larson, to be fair. I think he's just a nit. So. <laughs> I think, I think um, the phrase he needs a pre season is quite an important one, I guess, because I think. Hate to drag it back, but I remember saying the same thing about Siggy, and you can say the same. You you can say the same thing about um, Dicko, and you'll probably say the same about these guys. And I think a lot of people overlook how important that preseason is. Not just physically, because you know, with uh, you know, Alex, you've done sort of personal trainings, training and stuff. And when you kind of create a, a almost like a twelve month timeline on calendar of how you're going to get someone fit again. Actually, you can really kind of slot it in, but mm. with how a football season's spaced out, you've essentially got like that a month, two month window. Well, they've, they've sort of got their. I mean, if they're are that serious, they probably have like a week's holiday in the summer and they get back on the training mm. field, trying to get fit up and for the new season. But yeah, I think what'll maybe not help Dicko is if he has pre season and he's. We're not seeing anything in the pre-season changing. If he doesn't score in the pre-season, mm. and then the first couple of games in the season, and nothing's changed, then I think, well, you know, he's had his pre-season. He's had more than half a season this year. So, but I think with Raymond's eyes, he's in back. Like I said, mm. there could be new two new signings. We haven't really seen them at any given length, really. You think? I mean, they've both played less than fifteen games between them. I, I think I'm just having a guess there, but. Yeah, there could be like two new signings, so we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, you just can't expect anything. Yeah. You don't remember as well that Vaman they have a pre-season derby, really. Mm. This is the man he's played in two years, and he's been shifting all over the place. And when he plays through the middle, generally he's better. I'm not wing; he's awful. There's points oh, yeah. doing it, but I know needs Moscus, Cavalero, and Costa both heads or whatever. Mm. Through the middle, I think he's worth the risk. I mean, it's not really a risk one and a half million pounds to us. No, but. You have got you Noel Ennis as well, who's yeah. back you, from his long term injury, so well, we all know yeah. his pre season. Yeah, Donovan Wilson. Donovan well. Wilson as well. So, yeah, and then you you imagine they're going to spend. I know there's Chris Martin rumours again mm. yesterday about bringing him in. This is going to be like the Chris Wood thing all over again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> following for years and years, but if we're going to spend a bit of money on one marquee striker, then that leaves. If we're playing with only one up front, that leaves a lot on the bench, and one of them's going to have to go on heads on that at least. I mean, to be fair, I think you know, slightly shifting subject to Vyman, 
if we spend 1.5 million on him and he almost becomes a squad player, is that necessarily the worst thing? Because I don't think he's leaps and bounds better than Bodvarsson or Dicko, who are essentially his competitors. But I reckon you could make a fairly decent case that played as a striker, he is better than at least one of those. Yeah, definitely. I think he's better than he's better as a lone striker than Bodvarsson is. Hmm. I think I think he kind of suits the style of play Wolves kind of need to do these yeah. days. You know what I mean in terms he, of fast. He's better away from home as well. When, yeah. when we came through, he's better doing that than mm-hmm. when the onus is on us and pushing on. And it's a bit hold because he don't really he holds the ball quite well for some of his size. He mm. thinks the size of Bob Varson and Connie can head a ball. Yeah. Um, and he he does hold the ball quite well. But it's his pace. Like at Liverpool, hmm. he was superb there. Yeah. Because he was hitting people in teams on the break. And for away from home, that's what you want. Hmm. I think if we can get, like, if it's a dead cert that maybe Bod Varson would go alone or Dicko or one of the younger players, maybe Wilson would go out alone or maybe Ennis. Or we was to bring someone in. And I can't really see the point of signing him, but, like, if we're not going to sign forwards, then hmm. we take, yeah, it would be a decent deal, but. I do think I do think it's going to be very interesting to see the comings and going with that forward line because it's probably yeah, the and biggest and the day it's, it's shit. Yeah, but the forward line is crap. So we do need a new striker mm. regardless of the strikes we have got. I mean, it's all well and good saying we've got Donovan Wilson at the end of the day. Tammy Abraham's a year younger than him and he's mm. scored over 20 goals this yeah, season. But he's never had a chance, has he? Yeah, but mm. yeah he's never had a chance, but well, he's waiting for that chance. That's the thing, if Tammy Abraham had come through anyone's academy apart from Chelsea mm. because Chelsea loaned him out and he, would, he would just fell by the way something they loan everyone out it's similar to Patrick Bamford isn't it Patrick yeah. Bamford had that one chance at Middlesbrough and scored plenty of goals and then he, he sort of took his chance at, in the Premier League didn't work out for him and he, and he just oh that's everyone clamours for Patrick Bamford I don't know whether he had that one good year I don't see the traction he, with him he did well at MK Dons um, in 2013 and moved to Derby on loan for the second part of the season I think he did well there he had a full season in Middlesbrough I think did he win player of the year he got player of the year yeah, yeah. Player of the you know so and then kind of I think he then made a couple of not bad loan choices but he played at clubs where he was coming on as a sub and he wasn't get he needed a sort of another season in the championship and we can't kind of apply his trade for me but the one player, I mean, I've mentioned this the other way, I mean, realistically, Birmingham are probably going to fucking scrape it by this edge mm. of their arse again. If Forrest could down, a Samba longer, I know yeah. he's been injured, but... He can just join our many forward line yeah. of uh, cruciate <laughs> injuries. <laughs> but three year, two, three years ago, he was when we, we were talking about him on here, so mm. we need to be looking at that kind of player. Yeah. He's powerful, he's big, he's kind of exactly what we want. I think if we're, like Jeff Shee said in that, interview a few weeks ago if we're one window away one two windows backwards but the thing is Newcastle are more than certain to go up Dwight Gale's not a premiership striker if we are one window away then we've got to say if Newcastle say we want 13 million for him we've got to pay that 13 million because you know Dwight Gale's going to get you 20 goals next season mm. and where is it really worth taking the risk getting another foreigner in or bringing Vyman in for 1.5 million and if Jeff Shee's true to his word and we're 1.5 we're mm. one window away then well, it's exactly what Brighton did with Knockout yeah. from Leicester. Leicester went up. Mm. He was surplus to requirements. He, he 
he stayed down. But he went he went abroad for about a season, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he was on he was on loan abroad Wally or something, mm. and then he can't and then look at how great he was on Saturday, on Friday. Well, we at least know the money's there at Wolves because somewhere probably on a beach, Jeff Moxley's hanging a nice big cigar at the moment after Wolves announced a five point eight million pound profit from the 2015-16 season. So I think he's kind of had his sort of last ray of sunshine to sort of tick off a job well done there. I mean, the majority of that profit came from the Afobi sale, Stearman sale as well, um, and also from our final parachute payments. Um, just well, the parachute money would have been heads up by the wages, wouldn't it? Mm. So you, that's probably just from a Afobi, but we didn't, I mean, we didn't spend, you yeah. know, they said that we could spend it all. Yeah, so actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think sort of we're one of sort of about three clubs to actually come out in any level of profit uh, last season for what it's kind of worth, I guess. Who knows? It's, it's something to be cheerful about. Yeah, <laughs> I think the, mo- the money men will be happy. I think that's the important it, thing. It, it just shows how well run as a business we were. Mm. As a football club, we probably won the best because it was all about ticking boxes and mm. making balancing the books and stuff but at least they they don't you know I mean look look, <laughs> at, what, look at what happens to Coventry City yeah, you know, I exactly. think like, I think that's what I've always sort of like defended Moxie I mean I've had a lot of arguments with people but at the end of the day he's kept us afloat he was he a could, man. he could have gone out and spent 15 million on a strike lot every club every fan wanted us to that didn't have a brain cell Said you know what? Well, why we've just sold a phobe for twelve million. Why can't we go and sign somebody else for twelve million? It doesn't really work like that, does it? So at the end of the day, if we'd have, if we'd have had somebody else in Moxie's position, like I said, we could have been in Portland's position now, or Coventry's position, or even worse, Lake Orient's. Because you look at Lake Orient when it was in League One, yeah. our biggest mm. rivals in like in League One was Lake Orient's. Now they're they're pretty much are going to be at the football league, and now they've got fans outside other football stadiums with buckets. Just to keep the club yeah. alive, so yeah. I mean, I was going to say it doesn't particularly move us nicely on, but should we cover the Brighton well, game? Well, it does because look at well, look at how much Brighton turned themselves around. Yeah, there's your angle in. Yeah, there's your there's your rags to riches. Yeah. I mean, you're going from the the place that might have been held but, together with rags. Well, they they they've gone from a hockey stadium to the Amex, and you know. Um, his athletics track was it would yeah. be. But yeah. it was the got was it gold gold It was the gold thorn gold thorn park or something. Yeah. I never went there, it was you never went, went to the Wiv Dean. Oh, yeah, we were going to the Wiv Dean and then obviously going to the Amex. Because mm. they um the the guy sold the he sold the um the original ground for Houses Day. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they ended up at that, which is like always living a few temporary stands. Yeah. And which is it was a tell I mean, I, I sprained my ankle there. Because it was so uneven. What there, doing but, the what, running round yeah. the other. <laughs> I don't think I can even do 100 metres now. <laughs> now, when you because it was on a slope down to the Portico mm. toilets, and I, I, it was uh, one of the, um, yet again another Beep. brilliant night games down there. Was that when we lost 4 1? 4 1, yeah. I remember going to that one, yeah. And um, I sprained my ankle, <laughs> I was really pissed off. But yeah, it was, I mean, you, you look at them, it's the perfect way to build a football club. Yeah, not but... mess about and just spend silly money. They built it slowly over mm. three or four years. We stayed in the playoffs, not overreacted, and now it's like worthy H- what Hughes probably will be Hughes Hughes came in and he's built his team, hasn't he? Mm. And eventually, over time, he's got there. But they've past three, four years, they've beaten everything in the playoffs. Yeah. They've been, look, 
Cardi for a few years ago. Cardi for always in the playoffs. Like knocking on the door. Who got to a playoff final? They got to like the semi final. They're always there, and then that one season, they won the league. Mm. Yeah, it's like Paul's and the McCarthy, really. Yeah, and we were always sort of there, knocking on the door. Yeah. Eventually, we did. I mean, like, um, after he scores two goals and he's been named Player of the Season um, in the Championship knockout, it's, he's just got an extra bit of magic to he can't set them apart. I mean, it. They they seemed quite a functional side actually, and they were, you know, solid at the back. You know, the no mucking. Yeah, it's, they got Steve Sidwell in the centre of the park, who, at this level, is exactly you like. He, he's think, what you want. I think it shows you like the, the golf of. I wouldn't say class or just what we intelligence need. Yeah. more than anything else. I mean, they've got a player who can sort of what we had with Sacco and Kylie and Jarvis. That one who can do a flash of brilliance and mm. change the game, and that's what Knockout did twice in that game. Changed the game, we got two goals. Well, you did once. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, London. Yeah. London, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. Don't, don't, don't worry, it's on the notes. No, I mean, it, they've they've done it the sensible way. They've done it, they, they're probably going to win the league. And deserve yeah. it. So, I mean, I got a lot of time from where they did with the whole Oara thing as well down there. Mm. When we went down, and they were great to us that day. Yeah, I, uh, think, I think it was kind of like a mutual respect. There, there is sort of a nice level of mutual respect. And we'll kind of skip basically 90 minutes of the game, but actually at the end, you know, I, I was there sort of clapping the Brighton fans, you know, because I know they've done it to us in the past. And, you know, it, it's nice to kind of share a moment with an opposition fan like that sometimes. Because, I mean, we had mean, nothing to play for. Yeah, we were a bit crap. And we were beaten by <laughs> we were beaten by a better team who made us play quite poorly as well. And they didn't even get it at first gear either. Yeah, they... they, they they put in a really sort of professional. Similar to that, like the Chelsea game, if they wanted to step it up, they yeah. could have yeah. stepped it up. But actually, like it was not nice to see another team celebrate, but you could see how much it meant to them. It was yeah. the first time since when Bradford went up at Molyneux years mm. and years ago, and I spoke to a couple of them outside the um, Steve Ball that day, mm. and and they, they couldn't believe it. They were in dreamland. Yeah. And we were talking to them and everything was all amicable and fine. I mean, it has been when we've played Bradford up there yeah, ever since. Yeah. There's never been any, yeah, any kind of issue with Bradford. And it's the same, it's the same with Brighton when we were walking up the slope and they were they couldn't believe it. As yeah. Like, yeah, I think. Soak it in. Well, it's, it's sort of just. As I, a fan, I, was really, I was really pleased for them. Like, yeah. I was really pleased for them. It's nice to see somebody because obviously everybody expected Newcastle to just win the league, really get 100 points, and like they did. Whether they are eight or nine mm. seasons in the Premier League, everybody just expected them to do that again, and it's nice to see they haven't done it. It's nice to see another team. I mean, I think Brighton have been in the top flight for not for like thirty odd years, but it's nice to see them. And like you say, it meant the world to them, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. you know, not not like it in a condescending way or anything, but actually, like well, if I was a, if I was a fan, and you know that Brighton don't really travel well historically. They've never really travelled well to Wolves. But actually, they filled out the lower Steve Ball. They came in numbers because essentially they're on the verge of promotion. And it was the same, let's say, when we played Derby a few years ago and things like that. And like, there's a real... It's how we played Forest when we were in the league. We took yeah. like 6,000, yeah. You know, like... Yeah, from that regard, it was quite a nice occasion. However, for <laughs> 90 minutes before that point, after sort of, I'd kind of managed to get to that sort of happy emotional state. Wolves did actually lose 2-0 to two anti-knockout goals and potentially two Andy Lonergan mishaps. Have you seen the video when the cross initially? Oh, that's a, it's brilliant. Just, <laughs> oh I mean, my God. That's, good, that's good one that if 
Is it, have you ever done a highlight reel? Was it too much trouble to edit it all, all together? Uh, um, uh, Fancast <laughs> cock ups of the year. Oh, yeah. right. do you remember there was like a Christmas? I think David James done one like football. Yeah, it'd be like, it was yeah. like on a. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those keeper where he goes to kick it and then he kicks it in his face and then goes in the back yeah. of the net sort of thing. Like, or like, like where the guy's got in his hands and like tries to throw it out and, and then, then just forgets to let go of the ball or something. It's Danny Baker classic. Yeah. It's literally one of those. Like the balls come over, and he, instead of diving at the ball, he should dive sideways. It, it was it was really odd to see. And like I know it was near to him, but th- it, it, it yeah, it was. He's just an idiot. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. The bloke is a moron. He, uh, he is uh, definitely a backup goalkeeper. I don't think he's a backup goal. I think. Do he's you know what I mean? Like no, but he's made like he's what in his third. He's thirty four now. Thirty five. Like he's definitely he's one of those where he's made his career as being a second choice goalie. He can get away with stuff like that. Because he knows I'm only going to play a few games. It's fine. You get you get what you're given. He shouldn't be though. I mean, that, that's the thing. With, I'm not saying he shouldn't. Like, but that's like, how it could He shouldn't even be second choice. He should be third at best. Just you look at. He's like Stuart Taylor at Man City. Yeah. He never ever plays. You know when he put him in goal, he's going to do something because he never plays, so he's not match fit. Mm. And he's just not good enough. Uh, when he was younger, when he was at Preston, I thought he was a decent keeper. I thought he's got a chance of doing something here, but he, he went. He's just. His career's gone backwards and he's just a clown now. It's just that earlier in the season I thought, you know, give him a chance. But since he's had this run, it's he, not doesn't, he doesn't command his box, he doesn't communicate to the defence, and especially when Danny Bath's there because nobody talks to each other anyway. I was going to say, with like one-off game, I think, it's sort of you the can start of the run, I was like, okay, literally, if he ain't playing, he ain't playing. Yeah. You've got to just hope with it. If you're still doing it after a few games, yeah. you've kind of got to go, um... I think it's sharpen up, and I mean, you go for the first goal, and uh, it, yes, he should have got down quicker for it. But with both goals, actually, it wasn't just him at fault because you had Hawes messing up on the header, you had Doherty going AWOL. Um, I mean, Doherty on <laughs> it, was a, Do- it, Do- it was again, it was Doherty like- looked. And played like he'd been given his Easter eggs early. Yeah, it was the other way before when he just there was just one interested, mm. some of them, and it's just weird because you think, well, they've obviously got, would have had a bollocking from him. Oh, sorry, yeah. mom, language again. Now, um, we were fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> now she said, that the, 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 "You need to calm it down." <laughs> um, now, I mean, it, the, the, it was just strange why they. Sorry, sorry. I, I like the idea that we could just get like our mums on there <laughs> and just like She actually said yesterday because when I tried to get my sister on it, yeah. the first female voice ever, and mum actually said, "Well, if I'm really drunk, I might come on there." <laughs> well, all our mums sitting in the corner every time we swear, they're like giving us dirty looks. Sorry, mum. Yeah, I mean, that they, they just don't have any concentration. Like you said, well, mm. Danny Bath being around doesn't help things because he's not going to tell you off. Um, but Lonergan not talking either. He's a massive problem there. And if you're a goalie who don't talk, mm. and a defender who don't talk, it's just a, a, yeah. it's a calamity way to happen. And it was a, the thing when, when the first one went in, when Ethan turned to me, he said, why don't you save that? Yeah. He's five years old. And like, yeah, I, I love that because something I can't, you learn sort of in like GCSE PE and A-level PE is that like any sort of, anyone really with half a brain can observe like, I know one good thing and one bad thing, and be able to tell you which one looks good and which one looks bad. Like no matter what it is. So like, strictly come dancing. 
you can watch one of the, the professional dance and you can watch John Sargent dance. <laughs> and, and immediately, just by looking at it, you can say, hang on, which one's better? And I love that, that your son's, what, is he five? Five, yeah. Yeah, he's just, yeah he's like, no, that, that isn't. That just doesn't look it's like the right. Pres- the first Bristol City goal, that Jamie Patterson one, yeah. he's in the edge one. He should have saved him. He should have. Everybody said, I can remember being around people and I was literally behind the goal and said, why isn't he saved that? Yeah. And the third one? Save. Yeah. The third one, he didn't even bother diving. He's yeah. next to him. Right. He's saved And that on Saturday, he should be a strong gun to kick, knock it out for a corner. Or even save it. He could have saved that easily. He said he's literally... He's like he's half-hearted, like oh, yeah. I'll stick it on. Well, you, when you see him, in the, I mean, he, he ain't done one for a while. So I was looking for it yesterday, and the interviews with him, and he's like, oh, he's a proper like down mank and everything, and he's yeah. all a bit laid back. You can't be laid back on the pitch, off the pitch, fine. But he's like, he's, he he lives his life like a snail. <laughs> <laughs> there's the, there's that, like, I was gonna say, I'd be, just... <laughs> <laughs> but he's he just doesn't seem bothered, mm. and that's the thing. That's the the main problem because he just. Every time he, he does something like this, which is seemingly every single game, in some form or, or another, he kind of like just shrugs you off. Oh, okay, don't matter. I mean, I know we got a clean sheet yesterday, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. is it on the is it on the highlights? Is it, is, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. No. But it's just like I know we got a clean sheet yesterday. I know obviously we'll touch on it, but the amount of times you're thinking, why isn't he doing that? Why isn't he commanding his box? Why isn't mm. he coming out for a fucking cross? Yeah. No, like I'm I'm not. I'm not, let's say, the biggest fan of Hakimi, and I did kind of get in a slight Twitter debate, should we say? I think about we mentioned it on here a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, like, like, should, realistically, Hakimi is yeah, like, second keeper. Of and so yeah. I remember someone put, I can't remember who it was, saying, "Well, whoever thinks Hakimi's poor, have a look at Lonergan." I was like, "Well, just because Lonergan is, he hasn't been up to the level that's kind of needed. Let's put it that way." But. Just because he's like that doesn't mean Akimi's miles better. It feels like I get again another area we could do an improving upon, but I think there's ten areas Wolves can improve upon. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah, like um, I mean, like I say I'm not being I'm, I'm not Akimi's biggest fan, but I go. Oh, I tell you what, I could thought you could do with him in the side for against. I think just for basic things of like catching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those, those standard prerequisites as a goalkeeper. Yeah, not even like, coming out for a cross. He yeah. just doesn't do it. You're not like saying I'm like Matt Murray used to on the edge of the penalty area and stuff like that. You think yeah, you've got a six yard box? Yeah, the way you're supposed to command. But I mean, you're talking goalkeeper school. That was something I was. I noticed at half time when Pat Mountain was warming up Harry Bagone, and he's knocking him across. It's, okay, it's half time training, but like it's coming. And Bagone stands there, jumps, then catches it pretty much as he comes down. And they do it for about five minutes, and I'm going, hang on. I've seen enough crosses, and that's not how you go about looking for games for That's not how you go about claiming the cross. Because basically, he's catching it at about head height when mm. he's kind of catching it. You go, no, because you never do that. And I mean, that, that could be just. That could be just him. So he's warming up. He's doing it so he doesn't have a stretch. Yeah, like he's doing. Yeah, but I go. Lonergan basically does the same. Like, there's no say commanding, you know, coming out of his six yard box and claiming it. And there's no sort of like what you say with Matt Murray and he's jumping ten foot in the air yeah. to claim it, and then yeah. nobody else I mean, can get their hands on it. I mean, we are sort of sport choice because we've seen someone like Matt Murray and even someone like Hennessy for an extent who would come out of their eighteen uh, out of the six yard box and dominate that, you know, between six yards and penalty spot, and they would come and claw that out the air. 
which you don't really see goalies do at the moment. It's always, you know, whenever you get a corner, I hate it when Wolves do it. Just crowd it into a six-yard box. Get everyone in there and yeah. go like that. But, but even even doing that, sort of, people like Marcus never, Marcus Hanneman never no. claimed crossing, but in the six-yard box, he yeah. caught the ball. I mean, you always like goalies always sort of taught that whatever you do, you command six yard box. Anything out of there, you've got a defender who can do it. Yeah. But you claim that first six yards. But Lonergan, I, I don't know what it is because he's he's clearly like a solid enough professional, isn't he? Because he's you know he's in his thirties. He's not like it's not like when I was kind of getting annoyed at uh, for going and when he played against Cardiff and Fulham, and you go, hang on, he's not really claiming it because he's nineteen and he's. Yeah, he's you know, very, very experienced, yeah. I mean, that's what that's the kind of hypocritical thing because I, I did say that earlier in the season. I said, Well, he's 20 years old, it's a bit early for him. But mm. given the option now, we, we know we are safe, just give him the rest of the season because he is not going to be back, is he? So mm. just give give Begwin the, the, the games now because it's not going to hurt his progress now. Because I mean, in, in, what can we lose? I was going to say, actually, I think. Moving sort of back to the game in general, I actually think for the first half an hour, 25 we minutes, great. we looked great. And, you know, we didn't really get as many chances as we needed to. And then sort of there's a game all on, um, you know, knockout got the first goal and then they kind of started to go into cruise control second half. I mean, two players I feel like we should probably mention, sort of just talk about is A. Sace and B. Edwards for pretty contrasting reasons. Um I can't remember where I heard it from, but I've always been sort of taught when you look at players, the best players always want the ball. No matter what position they are, they just want to be on the ball. So you think of your Gascoigns, for example, you know. They, Zidane's, etc. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, and even, I, I don't know, like on a lesser level, like, you, you know, even, like, you know. People, I, know I know the, the quote was from. Is it, it was from the, Charlton? No, it was Glenn Hoddle. Is it Glenn Hoddle? Yeah, it was Glenn Hoddle for England. Yeah. So uh, ninety-eight. Well, that was the, the one that I can remember the first hmm. time I heard it. But e- either way, we've got two players in Sace and Edwards. Now, Sace was picking the ball up deep, and he get there was a couple of bad passes in there. But throughout the whole game, he was always looking off the ball for off the defenders and off the midfielders. Edwards, who essentially was supposed to be playing alongside him, didn't. And there are points where he just didn't almost look interested, I guess. I I'm trying to think of the right word to... Like, I know it's not his game. He looked so overwhelmed. Speak. Yeah, like it was almost like he was told, your job's to run around and close down the play, but not really told to do what you've got when you've got possession. So, I mean, you compare it to... You know, I watched the Chelsea Man U game, and you've got Herrera, who spent... Whenever they weren't in possession, so for the majority of the game following round Hazard around the pitch. As soon as they had the ball, mm. his job completely switched. And it seemed like Edwards couldn't do that at all. And, you know, it's almost... It was like, when this is what happens all the time. When you get Dave Edwards to do stuff that he's not meant to do. Yeah. He's got his Dave Edwards way. He's trying to get him to do anything else. He can't do it. Mm. So he said that himself. He knows what he's good at. And we, we, we all know what he's good at. Late runs into the box, charging forward. His passing range is awful. Mm. Well, it's, get, it's, it's less his passing range that worries me and it's availability to get the ball to do the pass. Mm. Like that, like... For a lot of it, for a lot of it, he was... He was way too... 
So strange for Edwards. Passive. He, he, yeah, he was just way too. Yeah, passive, I suppose, because he just. He's a bit really lethargic about things. But yeah. he was just like. He was there, but then you'd look up and you'd think, well, he's not going to spray 34 yard balls around because mm. that's not what his game is. And then he'd pass it off, but he wouldn't, because normally he'd pass a move and he'd with one run into space. Yeah. But he, he wasn't doing that. And yeah. if, he hadn't, if he'd been told not to because of holding the line or something, mm. you don't know. But when you try and get him to do stuff that he's not normally used to, then it's not going to work. But I think, I was on the, the other camp with Say, so I didn't think he had good game whatsoever. I know that, that clip of the no, what, 1 I minute mean, 19. I mean, I'm, I'm with that clip, I think I did retweet it, but. You can do a lot of editing. Yeah, exactly. good. Yeah, and I, to be fair, I, I thought he had a solid enough game, and actually, other players, he was, he was never found wanting. Do you know what I mean? Like, actually, yeah. he's, everyone you say about Stephen Ward, he doesn't go hiding. Mm. Like, he'll always, he'll always kind of dig in. And yeah, he'll, he, he still, like, even though he cocked up over and over and over again, and otherwise <laughs> <laughs> he's got yeah. <laughs> well, he did. I mean, the, some of the passes that when it was just. Ridiculous. I mean, he did one really, really silly one in the first yeah, half yeah. where he just tried to play it right down the centre of the pitch on the ground and basically just played it to uh, yeah. Glenn Murray. Well, that's the one that I bought in the uh, in the, the group chat about yeah. it, that if that had been Jack Price, I mean, the, the Price haters in the steeple up there, the whole world would have collapsed. See, but, I was uh, I was around Sace haters at that point behind me who were like, what, why are you trying to play a pass like that? Basically, they're haters everywhere, yeah, I reckon. It's... I mean, some of the stuff was ridiculous like that, but but he did not hide, and you mm. you got to give him fair play to that. I mean, I don't think he had a, a brilliant game. No, not, I mean, we lost we lost two 0 to a better team who dominated us. Like I'm, can't I can't really say. To fair, we lost to the we've lost to the champions. Yeah, we've lost to the, to the champions. I mean, they might not might not look like champions in some games, but we have lost to the champions. Yeah. So but again, it was no a bit harsh. But back yeah. to Edwards, I think since that uh, Barnsley game, I think he's been shit. Yeah. He's been yeah. absolutely shit. And he's played 90 minutes every game. Until last night. Yeah. Um, One of the things right. I... Uh, yesterday... I think Sace is a bit hit and miss. Some games he can be fantastic. Then, like you said, Leeds, he was cock back to cock up. And then you'll watch that video and you think, if you haven't watched the game, I think Cost is amazing. Yeah. So, it's just a weird one. And I think, I don't think you can play Sace and Price together because you showed Ipswich is far too defensive. Yeah. And literally, work. you've got... you. It doesn't work. Even though that's what we all asked for. If you want to sit back and defend, then you play those two. If you want to push forward, I'd maybe play Sace and play somebody else because I don't... Think <laughs> yeah. We haven't got anyone we else. We haven't got anybody else. But, I mean, there's two players in the squad who... Potentially, you could play next one. One's Evans. Oh, yeah, Evans. And then the, in theory, in the theory, should stick, but actually, he's got a bit more of a range of passing on him and a bit more energy. And the other one's George Savile. So I didn't think Savile played that bad yesterday. No, he did. He never does. Oh, he... I never think he has a a, ter- a terrible game, but he never has a fantastic game. It's just a seven out of ten. Yeah. yeah. But all yeah. the time he had to score two goals against Derby so everybody thinks he was good <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say before we kind of talk about um, the magician who is George Savile and the Leeds game any sort of further points on the Brighton one I mean I think my kind of view is actually yeah we the second half we were poor but I think we were poor because of a better team yeah the big by the champions are left we've got Lonergan yeah. in goal it was all going, always going to lose I mean def- uh, defending for the second goal quite crap as well yeah. Um, just right, right after I think 
when we did our fan cast predictions, um, pretty sure we all put this one down as a loss, didn't we? Yeah. I think probably Lambert did as well. I mean, if it was if if it was Newcastle, everybody was oh, we've lost Newcastle. Yeah. So obviously, people still look at Bryson, even though they aren't the champions. Oh, they, they, remember that they're an ordinary team. They're an ordinary team, but that, that's <laughs> the way people see him. People say, "Well, it's mm. just Bryson. They're an ordinary team," and that's how people still look at Bournemouth. Oh, they're yeah. it's only Bournemouth at the end of the day. Bournemouth. But they're they're top for a reason. Yeah. yeah, they're top for a reason. They've won the league for a reason. So, yeah. It's I mean, you compare how kind of poor we were second half, and particularly at Brighton, to how well we played in the first half against Leeds, and so sort of Wolves officially clear of relegation. We can start the party now, guys. We're gonna be in Championship for another yeah. season. The joy. Yeah, like. I loved how everyone was getting really happy, including this on Fancast. And, and then, like, I did have sort of a realization when I was in the car after the game, being like, "Yeah, we're in championship. Why are yeah. we celebrating this?" Like, how you know, there, there, there's a, there's like a level of yes, we need like to. We, ex- didn't, we didn't finish. We didn't celebrate last year under um, jacket. Yeah, we're staying up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've done every nil nil draws back to back. I've, I've said to you guys before that Wolves fans need to accept the level of mediocrity that we're actually at. And we yeah. actually do need to kind of appreciate where we are and the standings of things. But at the same time, we can't be accepting mediocrity if we're celebrating staying in a division. <laughs> we all hate. Yeah, it is just like, oh, it hurts, it hurts, guys. But you know what? We won away from home after being beaten by the champions, after being beaten by Bristol a week before. <coughs> Despite everyone thinking Wolves were basically on the beach, your boy knew a dicko got a goal from a lovely, lovely pass from Ben Marshall. Yeah, I mean, that pa- he is getting better and better every week. Yeah. No, he's- I was going to say, one of the, probably one of the few highlights, again, Sonny didn't go hiding against Brighton. He is one. You could potentially play him next to Sace. Because he's play, he plays everywhere else. Well, I mean, if you can play at fullback, you can play in the wing, you can play attacking mid. Hopefully, can you play in goal? I bet he's got a better kick. <laughs> he would whip for his goal kicks. He was... Uh, come on to him in a minute. Now, Marshall was... is incredible for anything we've had for a while. Apart, say, apart from Costa. I mean, it, it's a shame he's only been here half the season. It? Otherwise, his form, he, you could argue he could be in for a player of the year. Well, I mean, since that game against Reading, when he scored sort of from a yard out, he just looks he's a completely different player. Yeah. He's an actual footballer. Like, Not just a professional, he's a footballer, he's got a brain, he knows what he's doing. You can see it now, like when he first joined, I mean, I know he hasn't played in a while. And when he was um, in fat right back when he played yeah, he first looked, game. He, it was one of those where he went from looking chubby to looking bulky. Do you know what I mean? It's like that. He almost like puffed out his chest and you're like, actually, he's not a fat. He's he's yeah. got some muscle about him. But so when we signed him, Blackburn fans hated him. Like every Blackburn fan was saying, like he's, he's rubbish, he's this, he's that. And like I've not seen anything of what they've said, but maybe players do fall into that rut, don't they? Mm. Players when they're not happy, they don't want to be at a club. They do fall into that. I think he did sort of very much fall out with that club yeah. because of, you know he was having to train with the reserves. He wasn't at first. He, he wasn't paid either. Really? There was something about the, but. Because there was a certain amount of bonuses or something. I mean, this might be. I mean, this is conjecture and stuff. But I'm sure there was something about it on the on the black on the on the Rovers forum. 
about certain players hadn't been paid the bonuses that they were owed mm. and then they were training with the reserves and they were like, closing the contracts for they can only play a certain amount of games stuff uh, like that yeah so I mean, and they weren't being played because yeah. they'd have to pay out the bonuses. Like I mean, if that's, that kind of shit was going on there, then you can imagine that you're going to be a bit mm. disillusioned. Um, but I heard that from more than a few different people, so I'm guessing it's, there's got to be something in I it. I mean, sort of when he plays on the right, he kind of hugs the touchline, and com- I mean, his delivery is sort of first class at this level. Like, it's like he's a step up on James Henry from the League One to the Championship. If you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah, League yeah. One. Henry would have the time sort of knocking really nice deliveries, but then can we do it in the championship? Marshall seems like he's able to do that at this level comfortably, if you know what I mean. He's like, it's a bit, it reminds me a bit of Colin Cameron, in a way. I get that. Um, I can see that. Just the way he's so composed and he's confident with everything he does. Mm. And he's not like, he's not going to shy away from me. A bit uh, like Stace, he's not going to bottle anything either. He'll, mm. If he cocks up, he'll do it again. And he'll do it again. And, for all my slagging off of him on, on Friday, he was awesome yesterday. Sace. Mm. Sace, and, Sace and Dave Edwards in a 4 4 2. I was going to say, thought? yeah. I mean, not many fans have actually been crying out for it, but Wolves did line up in a 4 4 2 with Feynman, who was ineffectual on the right wing, playing up front alongside Dicko, a lot of harrying, a lot of hustling. Um, yeah. I mean, with Savile, Savile, Mercurial, George Savile on the left. <laughs> He's, just, <laughs> I love George Saffold. He just works because when, when we're away from home, he's because he's not going to bomb forward and he's not mm. going to he's not going to get caught in a position. He's just a solid left midfielder. Mm. So you're left with a, effectively one winger. Um, but it don't really matter playing that way because you got Doty overlapping anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it seems some kind of cr- crazy madness when you look at that team line. I'll, I'll, I'll thought oh, we're going to be hammered here this doesn't make any sense whatsoever I yeah. think everybody thought that didn't they they yeah. saw the likes of Sterling come back in the team which I thought that's going to be one of Sterling's best performances I know there's a, there's a few cock-ups when he headed it straight to their player and they attacked on it and nearly scored but I bet Sterling yeah played for a month yeah. so he's going to be rusty here. Well, I, yeah, bet, I, mean, I, bet I bet Sterling saw today because the amount of times they had to call physio he was, con- he was concussed and he yeah. shook it off he should have got to, to be fair, he should have gone off. Well, everybody thought, because obviously... He, he couldn't walk, could he? He brought a house on. He thought, oh, everybody thought of Steam, because Steam was absolutely knackered. They must have called the physios on at least five, six times for him to come on. And then he just carried it's on, like and a, he just battled on. It's like in Rocky. He just... Yeah. He, he couldn't... Get, he couldn't get, to, get to the bell. After the the first one, he couldn't walk in a straight line. He was he was obviously... His head was all over the place. He, he, was, he was trying to walk down the, along the, the goal line. Like he got a, a drunk test kind of thing, and he couldn't do it. He was swaying. I thought, well, you got to take him off the medical really. Just shook it off. He was fine. And then one, one of the times when they brought him off, and he was sort of standing on the goal line, and their player running down the wing. He, <laughs> he went to like, come back off. And he went. He went to like. He went to sort of like tackle their player, and their player like literally lost lost the balance, and the ball went out for a throw in. But obviously the referee can't do anything because yeah, he's yeah. off the pitch. So yeah, that was brilliant. That was. I mean, the, the, again, the big difference though. The, 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 the man, man the myth the man the myth the man the myth the mic yeah oh genius I know our title's going to be genius he's just he's just superb and he comes in he don't play and he's, he's a bit like Ledley King I was going to say yeah just, just he, he don't do anything he just wanders around doing his own thing and then every now and then he comes back in and he's, he's like he's never been away yeah it's just like 
one of those where we need, right, we've had a couple of losses, we need to shore things up. Right, bring in Mike, just <laughs> get us back on track. Um, Williamson has played eight games for Wolves in his year and a half, well, nearly year and a half of the club. Five clean sheets. Says it all? Just, I mean, it's... It says it all, and none of them games, he would have been less than nine out of ten. Because he's absolutely brilliant. I thought, I thought he was fantastic yesterday. And he does exactly what Danny Bath does and fans the defence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of the times you watch Williamson and he's on to, well, he was on to Stearman yesterday. There's a lot of times when he was on to House against Reading and he's mm-hmm. on to Doherty and he's on to Cody as well. He's on to the keeper as well. Positioning, like you stand there for this throw and you stand there for this corner. And it's just what a captain should be doing, which Danny Bath doesn't. Yeah. And then he makes everyone around him a better player. Yeah. And that thing where that moron somehow created a chance out of nothing for him when they're chasing the ball down from a routine back pass, which was mm. no danger whatsoever. He just stood there. I thought, oh, no, no, no. Look, he was on the beach. And the ball, it, it, did, it did hit him, did he? Yeah. He, 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 kicked, he, cleared, he cleared it and it, it ricocheted off him. Williamson turned around and you, just, you can see he was scowling at him. Yeah. Well, what, what are you doing? Sort yourself out. Mm. And again, he was just... I know... Other you will Dave put it up yesterday saying, yeah, clean sheet with uh, Lonergan in goal. But it, it was despite <laughs> him again. Yeah. It was despite him because he did his best to throw it all away. I think one of the biggest things this summer now is Williamson's contract's over in the summer. Now, do you take the risk? I mean, I'm guessing he's probably on a good 30 grand a season. Now, this, 30 grand I was going to say, this brings me on to, I mean, clean sheet throws to the oldest, well, most experienced centre-halves we have. Will those be the last games they play for Wolves? Stearman, I, I could see Stearman. I could see Williamson. I think that again, what I just said, it's one of the biggest things you'll see this season because his contract's up at the end of the season. He's, he's no doubt he's probably on one of the highest wages at the club. I mean, we talk about Dicko needing pre season, Zaro Gray needing pre seasons, Williamson. No, nah, he don't. No, but in terms of actually, if he if he can get his fitness up I think to a level that actually he can play. Once, uh, once a week, which he's not managing to do at the moment, you'd argue. Well, we don't know because he just don't. He just he don't get picked, does he? I think Wolves have got his contracts at the end of the season, so it depends. He falls off for a contract. Yeah. Wolves aren't. Well, the best thing for Wolves to do is say, you know, you've been here nearly for two in two years now. He's nearly been here. So he signed in what 2015 when he signed on loan. Yeah. And then obviously he signed him in January. So. He's Essentially, a year and a half. He's played what eight games, maybe ten at the end of the season. They've got to say, "Well, we'll offer you a new contract." But he's probably got half the wage, and mm-hmm. you know. Well, if if like it, he's say say he's on thirty now, if you offer him fifteen and then another fifteen, like yeah. performance related and yeah. like, over thirty games kind of thing, yeah. then you think he seems like a decent, sensible bloke as well. When you see him in interviews and stuff, so you'd think he, he he ain't gonna get a better off with his injury record. I was gonna say, well, that's the thing is, it's gonna be hard for him. Well, it potentially might be hard for him to get another um, job. That's what is it? Yes, <laughs> I mean, like, that, because that, actually, like people can go, well, hang on, how come you've only played eight games in two years? Yeah, exactly. And you say, well, I was in, I was injured for eight. Well, the best thing months. you, you get now is at his age and his record for the last two seasons. He's. League One, low, very lower mm. championship, the logs of 
somebody coming up from League One and they'd need somebody a bit Honestly, if we could if we could get him in sort of a player coach position and actually just train that back four on a daily basis and just say, Listen, this is what you need to be doing. Whenever they have the ball, if they have the ball here, you know, I mean a lot of the stuff it's it's very basic. But it's what's needed, and yeah. you, you're crying out for it in this team. But I think some of the stuff that he does, you can't coach because it's common sense. Yeah. And you're, you've either got it or you ain't. And Danny Bath is an average championship defender. He ain't got mm. a brain. He just where you just say you can't do it. That's not his, not his strength. I know this is like a different world to the Wolves, but I remember watching uh, Roy Keane on about Cristiano Ronaldo, and there's this mm. one thing he scores a goal, and he says you just have that instinct and that initiative to just move that step mm. that, that yard in front and he got the goal he says you can't train that you can't coach yeah. a player to yeah. do that well Bully said that before yeah. as well when he said that you want to be a striker coach he said what's that point yeah. you've either got the instinct or you ain't yeah. yeah so there's some things in football he says you just you can't coach I mean that's why sort of the like best players you know you don't tend to make it as coaches because they see it in their head and you say it's all on a another level which I guess mere mortals can never comprehend, but yeah. uh, it, it is kind of like Yeah. Well, well, it, well or you you take a training session and interpret it like a dance session, like it's a Tony Adams at the weekend. I can't <laughs> believe he's had Nigel Rio coat. I've seen the dance, don't I, I, I've seen the Cheshire slide bit. I've seen, seen the Venger Boys one's the best one. Yes. <laughs> I mean, who's got Nigel Rio Coco's number? Because, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I can get it with Kieran Richardson. Yeah, but actually, he was playing championship football this, this season. season. Like, All right, fair mm. enough. He's a bit of a has been, but it'll give you a pair of legs. Rio Coke's been in Canada for <laughs> six years or something. You go, what? <laughs> oh. Also, the outfit choice as well was an epic. Like, there's a there's a way to dress on a touchline, and it's not through whatever. It's like that Walter White kit, isn't it? Do you remember when we'd done our own kits in 2000, 2001? We had that silver one with yeah. the blue. Yeah. It's like that. I mean, that was one of my favourite White kits I was. I just yeah, but to have it with matching trousers, oh, the yeah. same colour, I was like, okay, it's like an old band's sort of tracksuit. The thing with that, that kit, though, the neck. Because it was, it was a round neck, but it was high one. It? Yeah. So you couldn't... Uh, use the fabric as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it, it was like stretchy stuff, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So you used to like, like choking your neck, but yeah. Favourite white kit, those. Adam Pro like Hattrick, couldn't that kid? Dreams. Glory days. Dreams. No, it was because, I, and I remember, because I um, lost my virginity like, in the <laughs> night's caravan. We can keep this in. This, I was going to say, we're, we're rolling, we're rolling. <laughs> you don't have to elaborate anymore. I was going to say... Was it, was, it, was the caravan in Bradford? No, it was, it was on the yeah, driving new road. Wow. It's even worse. He said, he said well, <laughs> I want to go back to my house. I was talking to my mum there, and my brother and sister and everything. It was on so, the caravan. Said, well, and he said, to be if, fair. If you ever need to use it, then you, you can use the, use the caravan if you want. Like, like a love nest. It, it's a portable love nest. Exactly. That's how you got. That's how you got to look at it. So, so nobody was walking past the wall. Was that rocking? Yeah. What are doing in there? So, <laughs> the caravans are rocking, don't come and knock Exactly. Adam Pro Lock Hattrick, that's why. <laughs> yeah. We're we screaming at them. <laughs> I'm trying to work out if I go for the title of the podcast, I lost, lost my virginity after Adam Pro Lock Hattrick. I was going to say, don't put two out Adam Pro Lock. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting that in the group chat. Right <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's taking a turn. The way See, it's, yeah, this is what I love doing podcasts. See, if, Dave doesn't get this. Now, if the, gl- if the glory actually happens next season and we get a pink away shirt. Yeah, oh, but that's still a dream. It is a dream. 
the, I have found the pink trainers to match. Have you? They're, they're ready, ready and willing. Good stuff. They, they, they were mocking me on the other thing about that, saying, oh, well, well, why can't you dress like a normal person <laughs> with the orange trainers? I was going to say, it's never like a response you want, is it? <laughs> why don't you dress like a normal person? <laughs> well, the orange trousers are going to make a reappearance at, at some point this season. I was going to say, maybe last game of the season? We still need to do a fan cast uh, meal. I still need to organise that, I think. Yeah. It's going to be shipping on Bolty. <laughs> it's, it's out literally everyone's way, but... Yeah. There is a chance we might bump into... See, you even got a mention yet. He's, he's, yeah. he, hasn't, he hasn't been there for a while, has he? Yes, he's not mentioned it. No, he seems to be going to Birmingham quite a lot, doesn't he? He's in London. He's in London. London, lot, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like him. I don't like him. He's not winding and dining in the Midlands. He's done them all, eh? That's why. He's going to every town. They're not up to his standards. I'm not He'll be in Brighouse next week. You're a big, you were a big fan of... Uh, I feel like we need to probably bring this in, considering we've got the away boys with us. And actually, going on a away game, it's an experience more than anything else. It's not just the game. It's the travel. It's everything else. It's finding somewhere, somewhere off the beaten track, like yeah. Brig House in between by Halifax and Leeds. Yeah. You'd never go there in a million years. Unless we, the, we went there the first time because we, we were due to go... I think we were going to Halifax, actually, but we were late. And... Um, I'm going to look later I don't know what you've done to me on this group chat I'll see your little smile <laughs> I'll just, just tell them tell them brother <laughs> we, were due, we were due to get to Halifax but we, there was so much traffic so we said I'll oh, stop that we'll do it somewhere else mm. and so we, we so Brig House is down there and we were just pulled in and there's a couple of pubs and then a few of them had gone on a wander those smokers and then I don't know around the corner and there's another three that will put this on the, on the radar for Leeds next year and we went last season, but because of my uncle's dodgy nip, hip and stuff, we only stayed in one pub. So this time, that's when we, we found the uh, Weatherspoons that used to be a church. With organ and pews upstairs and everything. And, oh, the best part about it, oh, audio, audio, <laughs> audio feature. Audio feature alert. Audio um, feature alert. I was going to say, well, yeah. while Stu finds his photos from the Weatherspoons in Brighouse. What, the, uh, what would you possibly con- convert um, a confessional booth into? Oh. In Publand, maybe like um, fruit machine. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I think it's a great fit. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like it's made for the listeners' benefit. It is like they've managed to sit, fit, fit a fruit machine like perfectly. A decade of deal or no deal machine. There you go. Then. I was gonna say, uh, working man's mouth match for Leeds. Steering. Yeah, so steering. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just because his his body was literally ruined again. In the name of Wolves. Fair enough. We'll send over the uh, four-pack of Carlsberg in the post. Somehow. Um, on Saturday, Wolves have got Blackburn Rovers, who are still perilously close to the bottom three. Um, they might even still be in it. I literally haven't checked. As soon as I've known Wolves are safe, I've just taken my eye completely. <laughs> literally, I mean, I've been on the beach, basically. Actually, ironically, I, I was in Swansea on the beach. On Is there a beach in Swansea? Yeah. It's literally one big beach. I've never been to the beach in Swansea. No. I've been to the ground. I went to the vetch. Uh, um, yeah, literally, where, where the old vetch used to be is yeah. basically on the coast. Oh, so, oh, I thought Go. that was some kind of dock because when we only saw the no. water. You've got the dock. I'm trying to position myself now because it doesn't actually exist anymore. But yeah, basically, yeah, it's just like a nice long stretch of beach from sort of the edge of the town centre, effectively. Or way along to the Gower. 
But is it, is it a rocky beach or, or sand? No, it's sandy. No, it's, it's not, I mean, the really nice sandy beaches are down the Gower. They're sort of best in your awards for them. Designated in Wales, but they're best in your according to them. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, it was. Either way, um, yeah, Blackburner in. I, I don't know, I almost prefer talking about beaches than Blackburn, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're on 44 points, 22nd in the league, one point off um, Forest in 21st. I keep losing my numbers here. I don't want to be this fan, but considering how terrible Blues are doing... We're all this fan. A little part of you want to see Wolves lose, so Blackburn win. I'd have to lose 6 0 on Saturday. And, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, for Forrest to win as well. If like, that makes me a bad fan, I don't care. If, we, if that sends Blues down, yeah. I mean, if, if we win, I mean, Birmingham have got um, Villa. They've got yeah, Villa and Derby yeah. away. That'll be an interesting game. Um, Blues have got Villa and Derby away. No, they've so got they've got Villa in the Derby. Derby. Oh, yeah. obviously Villa and Derby away. Yeah. And then at the same time. Yeah, Forest have got Reading at home. So it's, I mean, it's it, it's so tight between those. I mean, oh. we we're on forty points. They're effectively down. Burton, you'd argue four points clear with three games result. to go. Absolutely I mean, brilliant result for them. Uh, you know what? I'm genuinely happy for Burton. Yeah, I want them to stay up. I mean, unfortunately, I think it's going to be Forest. Yeah. I think they will be with Harry Redknapp now, and I think they'll they'll just they'll find a way to survive the game. Mm. I think. I mean, they're in a position where they need one win. Whether they get that Saturday or they get it another game, I think fifty points will see them safe. It normally does, don't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. The starting line is going to be Lonergan, Bath. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, <coughs> in terms of starting lineup, how kind of, I don't know, how heavy do you go with the kids? Really silly, I think it's probably going to be the same as same as what yesterday was. Mm. I think because because that worked so well, um, actually playing with a midfield like that. Um, you, I you think you'd probably see maybe Danny Bath will definitely be in if he's fit. Danny Bath will ba- be in. Barton for Stearman? No, it'd be Williamson Marie. Yeah, I think Barton for Stearman. I think I would be even surprised if Courtney Harris was back in the squad. To be honest, I, 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 I could see him bringing both back in. Yeah, I, I could easily see him bringing Harris and Bath back in. And then Stearman probably won't even make the bench and he'll be Harris. But I think Stearman's not going to be in next season and I know we all love him. So it's just, you know, give him a kiss on the cheek and wave him goodbye I mean we've we've loved him for how many years and it was great for him to come back and come home essentially but I think he'd, he'd give him he'll yeah. play the last game Yeah, he'll play the last game against um, Preston, Preston yeah, Preston. yeah he'll play that game just for, just for that reason because he never got a chance yeah. to say goodbye properly so um, yeah I mean you, you look at the two of them you, you'd give Williamson a deal over Steeman yeah. however brilliant he's been in patches like the Liverpool game and yesterday it's just not consistent enough. And we've got Iban Clendell coming back as well, who's been doing great things in so League I One. I think with Williamson, I think if you are going to offer him a contract, it's got to be half the wages on <coughs> Just because he's not worth taking that risk. I mean, if we offer him... At <coughs> best, we'll offer him a one-year contract, and then it's got to be half the wage. Because if we offer him a one-year contract and the same wage, and then 
He only ends up playing three, four games a season. He's thinking, right, it's a bit of a waste. Yeah, it's a bit I mean, of a waste. It's, it, I mean, it would be like signing. I know it's not going to happen. Well, I we put the um, Inson Irwin thing up yesterday, mm. and you think someone like John Terry, that is yeah. way, way out of what the uh, realms of football manager. Football's changed so much since. I mean, Paul Lynch is about thirty-four. Yeah, well, it, well, he said that he, that he said that he was going to retire that summer, and it was only because he spoke to Dave Jones and he, ta- he changed his mind and he was excited and he stayed another four years. Mm. And that was four years on his on his career. He, he didn't think he'd have. I mean, Irwin he, he caught up in halfway through the Premier League season date with his legs. Yeah. His legs went. Um, I think Irwin only come back because he mentioned in Irwin an interview that he's a Wolves fan when he was a kid. Yeah. So obviously mm. that was his only chance to ever play for Wolves. But I think I mean John Terry's not going to come to the Wolves no way. But I can see, I can see where you're coming from. And someone like that, someone like. Someone like company, company. Someone you're looking at someone who's who's getting on a bit, who's a bit knackered. I mean, I wouldn't say. Where's I mean, Brown? Yeah, well, he'll be here anyway, maybe. I was going to say, look what happened. John O'Shea. Yeah, John O'Shea. I mean, he's not fantastic, but he's he's better than what we've got now. Mm. But obviously, he'll more than likely stay at Sunderland. But I do get where you're coming from, but you're not going to get the likes of company of Terry. No, I get the I get the example you sort of setting, but. Yeah. So in, in that case, you're looking at the next best thing, which is a fit Williamson. Yeah. So, I mean, half wages, two thirds of the wages, something like that. Yeah. School. I was going to say score prediction for Saturday. It's probably going to be about three nil, three nil win. I've just got a feeling because because we all want we all want us to not win. <laughs> we actually will. <laughs> yeah, we'll, to, we'll, do, we'll do it in style. To, yeah. Walk out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I think yeah, just for, just for that reason, I think Blackburn is shocking anyway. However much he's kind of steadied the ship a bit down there, or up there for he ain't been there that long, has he really? No. no but, so when we score in the first, in the first ten minutes, we'll start booing. Oh, yeah. it's just just relying on your lonigan. That's all I'm yeah, say. Yeah. Just lobster fat in, mate. <laughs> How about you, Alex? Um, I would say two nil wolves. Yeah, I think I think we'll comfortably win, and that's rare for me to say because they always say we lose. I'm gonna say one one. I don't know why. I, I think we'll be on the beach a little bit. And I think we'll. I reckon we'll concede and then we'll kind of muster something up, probably like from Costa from coming off the bench. Pretty much, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game because you know we are, we have got essentially nothing to play for, um, and they're fighting for their lives, aren't they? Yeah, so I think it's, it's going to be a really. Um, I think you know, rest players for Tuesday as well. That's a, that's the more yeah. that's the harder game. It's, what are you resting them for though? Well, you're super experienced beating better teams. It's true. You, you know, both 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 yeah. Huddersfield and <coughs> Blackburn have both got something very important to play for. Two very different things, but both have got something to play for. Mm. Um, so it, it, I think it's going to be those two games are going to be very interesting. I don't think Derby's sort of run to try and get. And then same with Preston, most likely. Um, We'll end the fang, uh, this week's fancast one. Uh, <laughs> again. I was going to say, yeah, it's not like we've been recording for an hour. <laughs> Just standard away, away voice <laughs> fancast show. Um, at the moment, we are running our fancast player of the year poll on our website. Your choices are Costa, Edwards, or Cody. Um, I'm guessing your vote's going to go for Costa, but. Uh, yourselves what's your yeah, 
No choices there really. Yeah. It, Full it, conclusion. There was a lot of debate on um, our our group chat regarding it and whether we should have an extra fourth person. I mean, to be honest, it was hard to do more for like n- not just one nomination well, for Costa, but and my mine was Costa then with Cody a very very far second. Yeah. I couldn't even. I think I think my third was House. I mean, just yeah. because of I couldn't really think of anyone else. Mm. Yeah, um, I think it's. Uh, I think Ed, Edwards has done well in. He had, a, he had his standard run of games where he's excellent and then he's had a run of games where yeah. he's been pretty awful. I mean, you um, can say that about a lot of the players. Because yeah, even someone like Doherty you could make an argument for. But he's been slowly going downhill since... Well, since... To be honest, a lot of the players since Bev. Yeah. And I mean, he, he, he pulled... Him, again, well, yesterday he just pulled himself around. Mm. And he was all right yesterday again. He was sound. I mean, Cap... Cody's just been Mr. Consistent of a position that's still not native to him. Yeah. Um, still learning that, so I mean you gotta say a fair play for him for that. But everyone else has been much of a muchness all year round, so mm. it's a run of my cost for me. Yeah. Same. Well I've helped Edwards, but yeah, cost for win. Uh, judging by the poll at the moment, I think he's got like seventy percent of the vote. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Um, we'll end this week's show on Twitter corner. You send us your questions and we answer them. Ah, oh, it's a shame. Athletic and Drew have just scored. Um, yeah, send us your questions. We answer them. Uh, we have been inundated with them today, so thanks for everyone who sent them in. A few of the highlights. Um, Hollywood um, asks, best band you've ever seen live? Oh, it's... And no okay. question... I've seen Foo Fighters, so I think that's probably been mine. Alex? Um, the Who. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. That's, that's not fair. Three uh, times. John Cadden asks, um, Easter egg preference. Something we've not... I mean, we've managed to go through basically an Easter show without talking about Easter, but Easter egg preference. Stand- the next day ones. Well, no, 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 hold your horses. The choices are standard egg, egg with chocky bars, or less egg and a mug. So everyone, everyone I've, likes a mug. I've got an excellent mug this year. It's a, a Mario one. Mm. And it's one of them that changes colour when it's hot. Okay. And so yeah, it, it, it changed to Luigi or oh, no, that'd be silly, wouldn't it? Um no, it's it's basically it's a scene from um Super Mario Brothers. Mm. Um and there's like a little uh, one of the um Kooplings the other side of a, a pipe when it's hot. Mm. But when it gets cooler it go it fades to black and then it comes up game over. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Um, but yeah, Nestle egg. Nestle. Nestle. Is just something about it. Nestle yeah, eggs. They just really taste better. Do good eggs. I don't like the cabbage eggs. They're a bit mm. sickly. Yeah, it's too. Know. It's like too ne- much. The Nestle eggs are really nice. Um, what was the what was the thing that, with chocolate bar or just plain egg? It was standard egg, egg with chocky bars. Because can you even get standard egg anymore? Just a, just an egg because they yeah, all seem to yeah. have. It's usually like Fortins or something like that. Um, I think they're like, what's just Smarties? They've done like an egg. You've probably got like five Smarties yeah. in the egg. Hmm. That was like a pound, or you have like the 150 one where you get like a bag of Smarties. I'd rather have more more Easter egg itself. Yeah. It's Easter egg chocolate's best. Hmm. Agreed. Um, Lee Hasdall asks, which do you have at a chippy? Curry sauce on chips or gravy on chips? Curry sauce. Gravy's really good. Ooh. See, I'm a, see, I'm if, a gravy man. If I've got a, if I had a pie, pie, chips, and peas, then it's gravy. Mm. 
If it's just chips or curry. So I used to ask Dave, give me pies and chips and curry sauce. But you can you, you can use the gravy from the pie if you want yeah, to dip if you need to. More gravy. You know, that I, I can appreciate that from that angle. If you go up north and say that they won't leave back out. Oh no. Did you see quartered? Did you see that um that poll and it was like the best pie? And I think in London the best pie was something like an apple pie. Oh, See that, that. Just, I look how like the pod literally just went silent and we all just turned away they're for just, a second. They're just scumbags, are they? Like they don't understand. Up it's not when you like, get down there and try and ask for I don't for think they understand. Yeah. I thought it was like a steak pie, like, you know, steak pie, and then they went apple pie. I had me and potato steak yesterday. Yeah. Oh, 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 no, sorry. Potato and meat. Not meat and potato. Yeah, not meat and potato Because that's three years at Leeds. At They've the sold at the end. I was waiting for it. It was the only thing I was looking forward to at Leeds yesterday. Because at the end, they sell the pies and the burgers for a pound after the game. And all the guys, oh, I can't wait for after the game. And I got there and I wasn't selling them. Well, it's almost like they've, they've figured out how many to actually sell. Yeah. But the proper price. <laughs> They've stopped wasting... Uh... But it was, I did the same thing because I didn't even pack any, any tea and cobs or anything that I could normally have on the couch on the way back. Because I expected that. I was expecting my, my pound pie. Then let us know. First they charge you £40 pound a ticket. <laughs> There's no pound pies. Yeah. Just, justice for Wolves fans. <laughs> um, we'll end this week's show um, on a question. I've said that about three times now for different interludes. Uh, last question from Twitter Corners from Stuart Elliott. Which Wolves player should be the new Prime Minister? Hmm. Okay, let me rephrase it slightly. Which Wolves player do you think would make the best Prime Minister? Sensibly, Mike Williamson, because he's got a brain. Yeah, that's going to be mine. Just yeah. know where you stand. Yeah, you know where you stand. He's got, he, he, he's got an opinion on everything. He speaks well. The MOD would do well. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, imagine someone pulling someone like... I just, just thought of a really, really bad tasting joke, which I'll tell you guys afterwards, <laughs> but I won't be able to include it. Does it involve Trevor McDonald? <laughs> if only. Um, yeah, Mike Williamson. Mike Williamson. Gladden. Let's go for it. Well, can that, oh, can that's you imagine, a point, can actually. Imagine, can you imagine what, he could do, what he'd do? Can. I mean, uh, I don't know if that's he, allowed. There will oh, be a lot. This is foreign. Oh, I, think we'll, I, think, I think we'll wave it for. Now this is an important subject. point because I don't know the answer to this. I don't think you can. I know you can't be a, you can't be the president if you're not born in America. I doubt you'd be able to do the same in England as well. To be because honest. you're still you're being because you're not. Hmm. Well, the Queen's German, so. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't actually know. Because I mean, Sally Khan's obviously born here as mayor of yeah. London. Um. Even back to ancestry, but I don't know. I actually don't know the answer to that one. I mean, Paul Gladden would sort of have a lot of focus on sort of culture. <laughs> I think that would be sort of his angle. Culture secretary. Yeah. Um, guess that's a good place to leave this week's show. Uh, thanks everyone for kind of putting up with us today. Uh, <laughs> we we've had fun, and that's the important thing. Yeah. Um, Keep up to date with all things Fancast on Twitter at WWFC Fancast on Facebook. I by searching sort of Wolves Fancast Football Show. You can keep up to date on Instagram, on Snapchat, basically all of it. You know, check out the website. We've got some great blogs. Oh yeah, from lots yeah the, of the website. Come in, have better pictures of us. 
they, they've been literally the ones you have on Twitter. I don't know. I know mine but mine is when I first cut all my hair off. You know, in the Jets t shirt, look with so, a pouch. Su- supply me with a picture. You can go on the. Actually, no, don't go on the Twitter and look with a picture. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what mine is. Yours was. I, I, I know I added you at the start of the season. Um, I don't actually know what it is. Graham's still on there? Yeah. Rest in peace. This <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm I'm sure you should sort of leave this until we do the show. Here's the photo I've got now. Um, yeah, thanks once again to our sponsors, Upper Creative. If you're ever on the lookout for a new website, go <coughs> give them a call. For this week's show, it's goodbye from Stu. It's goodbye so from you. Are you waiting for it again? Are you waiting for some. I'm going to talk about Fast and Furious 8 or what watch this week. And um, Boss Baby. So um, it, it looks awful though. It looks awful. It is basically um, Alex Baldwin is just playing Jack Donaghy's character from yeah. Thirty Rock. It's a ten. It's a ten minute skip stretched into an yeah. hour and a half film. Yeah. But it, no. it's City World Cup. Let's know how it is next week. Yeah. yeah. It's goodbye yeah. for Alex. Well, and it's goodbye for me. Ta-ra. The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.